Welcome to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. Please open your hearts to hear an anointed message that will encourage and empower you to walk in the love and light of God's Word. Beloved, for those who have discernment, it has become very evident that the prophetic Word of God is unfolding with dramatic confirmation as all things are being ready to usher in the Antichrist and his global control over all people. Scripture is literally coming alive before our very eyes as the dispensation of God's grace draws quickly to a close and the end of the age swiftly approaches. The watchmen on the wall are sounding the alarm to be ready, but most of what is known as the Church of Jesus Christ is deaf to that cry because it is preoccupied with the vanities of this world that is saturated with the lies of Lucifer, the God who rules over it. In the strategies of war, one of the tactical ploys of the enemy is to conquer from within. And as the greatest war, which is the war over the souls of men, is being waged with aggressive force, the many agents of Satan have crept into our midst, bringing with them the false light that emanates with Luciferian deception. The Word of God has warned us that in the last days many would fall away from the faith. In 1 Timothy 4.1 it is written, But the Spirit explicitly says that in later times some will fall away from the faith, paying attention to deceitful spirits and doctrines of demons. And in Second Thessalonians 2.3, we are told that the great apostasy or falling away would happen just prior to the Antichrist being revealed in the earth. One of the indicators of this great departure from truth can be recognized as being held under the banner of what has become known as progressive Christianity. In this masterful counterfeit of the genuine, the seductive deceptions of the enemy are thriving with hidden mockery of the one true God and His creative authority. With alluring deception, you will find that Bible reading is prominent among them, and they give acknowledgment to Jesus. His death and resurrection are observed with devotion, and also their worship services can be heartfelt as well. But all of these things are carried on the back of man's interpretation of the Bible and his authority, rather than with submission to God's unadulterated word of truth and his lordship over all. If you take what they present as being Christianity at face value, you may find yourself being deceived into believing that these are sincere believers, rather than the deceived impostors they really are. But once you lift the veil of their superficial propagations, you will quickly find that this company of people have joined, either knowingly or unknowingly, Lucifer's church that he is building within the church of Jesus Christ, and which will be a vital component to the ecumenical one-world religion of the Antichrist. As confirmation, allow me to share what progressive Christians say about themselves. In one example, in an article presented by Bethel Congregation, United Church of Christ, entitled, What is Progressive Christianity?, they write, 
in keeping with our reformed and reforming identity. We have embraced a movement that began in 2006 called Progressive Christianity. This movement was part of a larger movement called the Emerging Church. At the heart of these movements was the desire to articulate a way of being Christian that was an alternative to the Christian faith portrayed in the public realm. Thus, the leaders of progressive Christianity had found it necessary to adjust their statements of belief, resulting in the following. We aren't fundamentalist. We don't believe the Bible is the inerrant or infallible word of God. We don't agree that creationism should replace the signs of evolution in public schools. We don't believe that God hates gays. We don't believe that people of other faiths are going to hell unless they convert to Christianity. And we don't deny the right of women to choose what happens to their bodies, end quote. These blatant Antichrist statements are hidden behind the veil of their more prominently displayed and cleverly worded statement of beliefs, which are stated under the following titles, but which to the discerning mind also reveal their Antichrist motives. First, Biblical Foundation. They state that the Bible is read at every one of their progressive Christian worship services and that it is the foundation of their beliefs, faith, and values. But as they look to the Bible, it is with the same attitude that was birthed in the Garden of Eden, when man succumbed to the serpent's lore that if they followed him, they could be like God, deciding for themselves what is good and what is evil. The end result being God's declaration that these wayward ones call what is good evil and what is evil good. Second, they claim that progressive Christian beliefs are rooted in Jesus, stating that we believe in the Trinity, God the Creator, Jesus the Christ, and the Holy Spirit. We believe that the commandment of Jesus to love one another as I have loved you is foundational and we are more comfortable acting on our faith than talking about it. St. Francis of Assisi's wisdom to preach the gospel always and, when necessary, use words, resonates deeply within us. And we believe that the Christian faith is a journey, not a destination. Therefore, we think of ourselves as work-in-progress Christians. We believe that God's will and way were revealed in Jesus of Nazareth, we believe that the historical Jesus, the Jewish rabbi carpenter who lived in ancient Palestine, became Christ as his followers encountered him in their midst after his earthly death. The Holy Spirit then awakened them to the power of the presence of Jesus in their midst. Jesus came alive when they trusted that his love, guidance, support, and comfort remained with them even though his physical body did not. The life, death, and resurrection of Jesus provide the inspiration and challenge for us to live as followers of Jesus today, end quote. That sounds almost close to right, but it is blasphemously wrong. Jesus did not come alive by way of anything that his followers believed or did not believe about him. He has always been alive. He is the one who was, who is, and who is forevermore. 
He is the great I am, the living word, the one and only true God of all creation. And salvation is found in no one but him. His life, death, and glorious resurrection are not merely the inspiration and challenge for us to live as his followers. They are the very power unto eternal life with the Father in heaven. And only those who believe in him in truth and become born again from above will be the recipients of this sacred, holy, and glorious endowment. However, next on their list of progressive beliefs is stated in the following quote, The Christian faith is founded on three primary calls we see through Jesus. One, to love God, to love our neighbor, and to love ourselves. Two, the Christian faith is our way of being faithful to God, but it is not the only way. This principle stems from the reality of the 21st century. We share our lives with people who are Muslim, Jewish, Hindu, Buddhist, and of many other faiths. And we experience these people as loving and caring by following their own religious traditions. To deny that is to deny that God can only draw people with one way. And that simply isn't born out of our experience. Number three, the power of the Christian faith to transform lives does not require it to be exclusively true. We believe that there are many trains and that God welcomes them all. End quote. However, Lord Jesus puts a death knell to that heresy, where in John 14:6, he makes this eternal life and forever settled in heaven declaration. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. And in Matthew 7:13 to 14, it is also written. Enter by the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the way is broad that leads to destruction, and many are those who enter by it. For the gate is small and the way is narrow that leads to life, and few are those who find it. Beloved, we bear witness to the wide way that leads to destruction in another example of how this counterfeit spirit of progressive Christianity has crept into the church. On St. Andrew's Presbyterian Church's webpage, devoted to defining the eight points of progressive Christianity, they offer this for number two on the list. We affirm that the teachings of Jesus provide but one of the many ways to experience the sacredness and oneness of life, and that we can draw from diverse sources of wisdom in our spiritual journey, end quote. Number three on their list is, we seek community that is inclusive of all people, including, but not limited to, conventional Christians and questioning skeptics, believers and agnostics, women and men, those of all sexual orientations and gender identities, and those of all classes and abilities, and again, end quote, this acceptance of all classes and belief systems and of all sexual orientations and gender identities of all people is not with a heartfelt desire to share the unadulterated word of salvation's truth with them, that they might become born again unto eternal life as new creations, but instead they are entering into darkened and luciferian agreement with them as bedfellows with the devil. 
And I could go on, beloved, sharing quotes from many other denominations that are embracing these Antichrist beliefs, including the United Methodist Church in my area. For their Lenten devotional, they offered a six-week study on the book titled This Here Flesh, written by Cole Arthur Riley, who on page two refers to God as both he and she and when interviewed, said that she wasn't even sure that she even believed in the deity of Jesus. This was their Easter devotional that they saw fit to promote, rather than the death, burial, and glorious resurrection of Jesus Christ in eternal life truth, even though they profess to believe in him. They also participate in the New Age practices of Taze chanting, breath prayers, and Lexico Divina. And this Antichrist belief system that is being orchestrated by Lucifer himself is spreading to many non-denominational churches as well. While professing to believe in and follow Jesus Christ, the Christ that they are following is a false Christ who is anointed from hell. He is the Antichrist who will soon appear on the scene of earth, disguised as Jesus Christ, the true and only Lord and Savior of the world. Remember, beloved, that Antichrist, while meaning against, also means instead of. And this is where we must pause for today. I close with this urgent reminder. It is time for the people of God, his holy and sanctified remnant, to contend even more earnestly for the true faith which was once for all delivered to the saints. And that contending is going to become more difficult as each hour brings us closer to the Lord's coming for us in the rapture. It meant enough for the early believers to be eaten alive by lions and set on fire as human torches in sacrificial devotion to that faith in Jesus Christ the Lord and the eternal life in him that death could not defeat. With God's strength, may we follow in their footsteps with that same sold-out devotion at any cost. And, as always, beloved, I bid you his agape. You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63006, or via our website at www.agapelightministries.com. Again, that's www.agapelightministries.com.